Our gospel this morning is the second chapter of Matthew, verses 13 through 23. Again, let us listen for God's word to us. Now, after, after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the angel and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph, to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. For those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when they heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And would you join me in a word of prayer? May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, we're still in the season of Christmas, folks, and Jesus and his family are on the road. And last week we had our focus on the birth of Christ as found in earlier in Matthew's Gospel. The Christmas narrative continues this morning in Matthew with the escape of the Holy Family to Egypt and the eventual return to Nazareth. The wise men have come and paid homage to Jesus and have returned to their own country, avoiding visiting Herod. Our text opens with an angel of the Lord once again appearing to Joseph in a dream that they need to flee to Egypt as Herod is planning to kill the child once he locates him. The family gets on the road to Egypt that night, leaving for Egypt. Joseph listens and obeys God's instructions in what would be a long, difficult journey for them until they reach safety. They are seeing this constant theme, or we are seeing this constant theme of God's abiding protection for the Holy Family in this reading which should be of great comfort to us when facing trouble and adverse circumstances in our own lives today. Faith propels us to action when bad things happen. Herod's record of violence and evil against family and others is found throughout scripture. And these killings of innocent children reflect, I believe, examples of human fear, power-seeking, anger, and evil. Our baser instincts and nature are being displayed in an all-too-human manner. It is a sad commentary 
that the same kind of behavior and evil is happening today as we celebrate the birth of the Prince of Peace. You and I read the newspaper or watch the evening news as similar atrocities are, t- are occurring on the world stage all too often. We, we read about refugee children in the Middle East and the whole issue of refugees coming to this country. And we read about people being killed because of their ethnic background or their religious background. It seems that violence is all too common on the world stage. It, and it, it is the innocents and the refugees, particularly children, who are the victims of such heinous suffering. We as people of faith ask ourselves, where is God in this picture at, at the time of our Lord's birth and in our modern culture? You and I must trust in God's presence, love, and care each day, even in the face of evil, being made manifest in an overt manner. I believe that his spirit is guiding us, God's spirit is guiding us to safe havens and to bring about healing relief when that is called for in our daily walk with the Lord. Matthew cites Old Testament passages to provide a context for his primarily Jewish readers in order that these prophecies concerning the Messiah's coming would be fulfilled. Jesus has come into a cruel world where human resistance will mark his life and the threat of death is not far away. The church expects that God will reign in the lives of his beloved disciples, even given our doubts, where those in power dominate the instruments of power and influence in society, often in an unjust, harsh manner. The angel of the Lord appears again in a dream to Joseph after Herod dies for them to gather their belongings and prepare to return to the land of Israel, where they go to the district of Galilee and settle in Nazareth, which fulfills the prophetic words that the Messiah would be called a Nazarene, a town which was synonymous at this time for despised. It was a small hick town that was not well thought of. And again, the, the, uh, the prophetic predictions that the Messiah would face adversity, scorn, and be despised in his lifetime by those in authority. The comfort we can take in today, we, we take today in these troubled, difficult times is in the certainty of God's continuing promises as made known by and through Jesus, that each of us live under the love, care, and protection of our Heavenly Father each hour of each day, even when it seems that evil sin and all manner of hostility directed towards the church and its believers is widespread in today's world. We need faith like Joseph's, which listens to the Lord and then acts and obeys without reservation. You and I need to believe that the Lord has a plan for our congregation in the new year and for, the, and for each of us, which will be realized into a glorious reality. Let's pray that we will seek to discern the Lord's purpose and intentions for our lives and for First Church in 2020, and that we commit to moving forward in faith in a transforming fashion, individually and as the body of Christ, here in the corner of Bluefield and Roseland Avenue and in the world. Amen, and have a blessed new year to all. Amen.